live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. The Giddy Up bag of tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Here we go, it's time to get stuck into the bag of tips. All brought to you by OzEquipmentRentals.com That's uh, the only place to go for your equipment rentals. Uh, Some tips from Mickey Gannon and uh, Lukey Hov, because both guys have done the form for Musselbrook, but both are uh, unavailable to jump on the phone. Mickey Gannon must be stuck at the water park with those uh, young girls of his, but his tips at Musselbrook race one. So we're going to try and get the cash nice and early. Race one today, number three. That horse's name is Take Mine, $4 chance. So having a start, a career start number two, ran fourth on debut at Scone, beating two and a half lengths or 2.2 lengths, I should say. So taking on the odds-on favourite Zippo idea. And then in race number six, we have got horse seven, and that is Stock the Rose, $9.50 at the moment. So $9.50 and two forty-five in a nice big field there. So you can get an each-way play for Mick Gannon's selection there. So race one, number three, take mine. And race six, number seven, Stock the Rose. There, Mick Gannon's selections today. And then Luke Hofenesian is with, at the same track, Musselbrook race number three. We've got no overlap here, which is good. Race three, number four, Elegant Empress. And Annabelle Nation runner claiming three kilos here, $4.60. This grey daughter of Holy Roman Emperor. And then we've got race six, which is the second last, the second last leg of the quaddy. It is horse number nine, Edge of Midnight, $4.50 chance. Reese Jones rides for Team Perry, this three year old cult, a son of the mission. $4.50. So Luke Hofenesian's selections at Musselbrook, race three, number four, Elegant Empress, and race six, number nine, Edge of Midnight. And Mick Gannon is with race one, number three, Take Mine, and race six, number seven, Stock the Rose. All those tips will be up on the tip sheet, and you can catch Mickey Gannon on winners and race card this Saturday live from Queensland, live on the Gold Coast from 9 a.m. across SEN Track time now to go to the Thoroughbred Racing NT, the Red Centre of Racing, because Andrew O'Toole is on the line and he's going to preview Alice Springs this Saturday. Uh, Andrew, good morning and welcome. Hey, good morning, Josh, and good morning to the listeners. Uh, happy New Year to you all. Absolutely, and to you as well. You've got a competitive little five-race card there um, at Alice Springs on Saturday. How's it all shaping up? Yeah, first meeting of the year, Josh, uh, in the uh, in the territory. In fact, our last meeting here in Darwin was on the 30th of uh, December. So we move now to Alice Springs this coming Saturday. First meeting in the Red Centre for three weeks. They've had a little bit of a break down there, as they normally do at this time of the year. And now all roads lead to Alice Springs as they build towards the uh, uh, Alice Springs Cup Carnival. That gets underway on the 17th of March and uh, concludes with a big cup weekend on the 6th and 7th of April. Just uh, a note for our listeners, Josh, that's a bit earlier than normal. They've uh, uh, brought the carnival forward by about three weeks for a number of reasons. So we're hoping that's going to work for the team there in the Red Centre. 
and uh, looking forward to um, kicking off this meeting here on Saturday and uh, as we build towards uh, the big day uh, on uh, Cup Day, the 7th of April. Absolutely, yeah, looking forward to the, the build-up and it starts on Saturday. It's, as I mentioned, it's a, a competitive little uh, five-race card. We've got a couple of, you know, smallish fields, but um, I don't know whether you've seen any markets or, or done the form forensically as yet, but what did you make of it? Where... Um, are you uh, are you sort of leaning uh, in the early stages? Yeah, certainly been through the form, uh, Josh. But uh, market's not up yet for the Alice meeting. We'll uh, we'll get those uh, a little later on. But um, in the first, uh, the uh, twelve hundred meter event for the zero to fifty eight gallopers, a field of seven to go around here. I thought one of the better bets of the day was number five Kikuyu from the Kerry Petrick Stable. Uh, Paul Denton, uh, the uh, veteran uh, hoop, he takes them out there for Kerry. Uh, for Kerry, they've had a long. Uh, association over the years, and I thought uh, Kikuyu's last start effort three weeks ago uh, for second here behind Bold Tropic uh, was good, only beating the nose on that occasion. Bold Tropic is a rival again, uh, but uh, Kikuyu beats uh, meets that horse rather better at the weight. So I thought in the first number five, Kikuyu might be uh, the way to go to kick us off on the right note. Uh, the the uh, first of the small five horse fields, and as you're, you're right there, uh, Joshua, a couple of smaller ones. That's not unusual for this first meeting of the year. And Alice, uh, 35 uh, total entries for the meeting, and a couple of smaller ones. This is the first of them. I thought number one, Valley Prince from the Terry Gillette Stable, was the way to go here. Claims the two kilos with uh, Yanish Luxeman aboard, so takes the horse's weight down to 57 and a half. Uh, he's a, a, a decent sprinter miler, Valley Prince. He's fresh up. He hasn't had a run since the 10th of September. But on his best form, he'd be too good for this lot. So I thought in the second, number one, Valley Prince, was the way to go there. We move to the third. It's the 1,100 metres for the benchmark 54 gallopers. And family ties for mine here, also from the Terry Gillette stable. He's got a pretty decent um, team in on the weekend, has uh, Terry. And uh, family ties to be ridden by uh, Yanis Luxeman as well. So Yanis has picked up a couple of nice rides there for the Gillette stable. And this horse racing really well was a winner two starts back uh, in late November. That was in uh, this grade, benchmark 54 grade, over this trip. And then last time out uh, in a 0-58, to only just got collared late by Bold Tropic and Kikuyu, the two horses we mentioned there in the first. And uh, I thought family ties from uh, a handy barrier of five would be very hard to head off. So in the third, number two, family ties. We go to the maiden. The biggest field of the day is race four, Josh. And uh, it's a uh, 10-horse field here. Um, it, obviously they're all non-winners at this stage so one will be a, a maiden no longer after Saturday and I think that might be number five Jack Set from the Lisa Whittle stable and uh, Alice, uh, rather Darwin based apprentice Jade Hampson visiting from uh, the top end there's a number of uh, top end riders riding in Alice Springs this week uh, the likes of Jade, uh, Emma Lyons, Sonia Logan and uh, Aaron Sweeney so that uh, bolsters the uh, riding strength in the red centre for Saturday and Jack Set's just had the two starts in Alice Springs First up was really good, I thought, um, in finishing third. And uh, that was behind, uh, so we flick over here, behind um, Skilton, who looks a handy type. That was in Maiden Company. And then when stepping up in grade to um, uh, the 0 to 58, finished seventh, but only beaten just under six lengths. Back to the Maiden, I think, uh, with that first run uh, uh, pretty clearly in my mind, if uh, it can reproduce that, I think Jack set number five might be the way to go in race four. While well, the last of the day is the highest graded race, and that's the uh, benchmark 76. It's over the 1,000 metres. Only the five to go around here. And throw it to stumps looks the way to go for mine. Number two, uh, Kerry Petrick uh, trains Paul Denton aboard. So they're looking to um, bookend the program with Kikuyu in the first and throw it to stumps in the last. 
just had the two starts this campaign, was a, a strong winner first up and then um, tried hard behind the smart great buy last time out with the second. That was on the 17th of December. So three weeks between runs and I think throw it to stumps. So it's just got that fitness edge over the majority of his rivals. Supreme attraction, uh, of course, the pioneer sprint winner from last year. Uh, the horse with the class in the race, but um, he hasn't had a run since late August, so I think he'll need to run in the 1,000 metres, probably a little on the short side for him. So in the last, number two, throw it to Stumps. I like it, Andrew. Thanks for that. Comprehensive as always, and we'll speak to you again over the next uh, coming couple of days and, of course, on SEN Track on Saturday afternoon. Good on you, Josh. Thanks so much, mate. There's Andrew O'Toole, NT Thoroughbred Racing, the Red Centre of Racing in Alice Springs this Saturday. And there are your tips from Andrew O'Toole to Mitch Lewis, who's done the form for us at Yarra Glen. Mitchy, good morning. Oh, he's not there. He was there. He may not be there, but uh, hopefully we'll speak to Mitch Lewis uh, momentarily. Uh, we'll do our best to... Get him on the line. Let's go to the news and then uh, we'll squeeze Mitch Lewis in if we can on the other side. Live across Australia on SEN Track, Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up. We tried to get, uh, get Mitchy Lewis on the line before the news, but we'll Get him straight after the news, which is right now. Mitch, good morning. Morning, mate. How are you today? Going well, going well. A nice way to finish off things at Mount Gambia yesterday in the last. Uh, what have you found for us at Yarra Glen today, which it'll be a beautiful day out there in uh, wine country at Yarra Glen? Yeah, I'd say the sun's going to be out, but they, the damage has been done on the track, hasn't it? So they're telling us it's still a heavy nine, so it makes for an interesting race meeting. But I've got one in race six that I think is going to go well on the track, and it's number three, Magnets for Danny O'Brien. So first up here today, it has one first up before and one on a heavy track. Now, that was a heavy uh, nine as well. So, you know, it was a reasonably heavy track. So I'm confident in the fact that if it does stay a heavy, he'll be okay on that. So I think he gets his chance first up here today, Magnum. So he's probably the one I'm most keen to be with there. The other one I've got, race eight. I thought number eight, Surprise Valley, was going to be very hard to beat, but some, some deductions have taken away the price. I was happy to play there. I just sort of thought this horse from barrier one will control the tempo, Waterhouse and Bot. It'll be forwards, which I like on a heavy track, and it recently trialled pretty well on a heavy as well. So it's about a dollar eighty now. I'd probably prefer to get something that starts with a two. So I'm just watching that race, um, but I still think it gets the job done. But they're the two that I've got there for you today at Yarra Valley. Beautiful. Just recap those two numbers for us, Mitchie. So we're race six, number three, Magnets, and we're race eight, number eight, Surprise Valley. Beautiful, Mitch. Thanks uh, for that, as always, and uh, good luck with those selections at Yarra Glen. Thank you, mate. Have a good day. Good luck. There's Mitch Lewis with his selections from Yarra Glen. So race six, number three, and race eight, number eight. Let's get to uh, our uh, next break because on the other side, we're going to go harness racing and we're going to go greyhound racing. Darren Carroll is going to assess the Ballarat card for us. We've spoken in depth about the Bendigo Pacing Cup. Well, it's Cobram Pacing Cup Day on Sunday as well. Darren might have a view on that race. And Todd Gray, We'll have some selections for us in the Greyhound world. Quick break and plenty more on the other side. 
live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Giddy Up with Josh Jenkins for this week. Two days to go before uh, the great man G Hall takes to the skies, takes to the airwaves. Darren Carroll's been with me basically each and every day. He's uh, We've done the deep dive on the Bendigo Cup. We've also got the uh, Jim Phillips Memorial Cobram Pacing Cup. Don't miss that. This Sunday, January 7th. So we've got the Bendigo Cup Saturday night, January 6th, and then the big Cobram Cup on Sunday, January 7th. You can catch it all, both those races, live and free on Trots Vision and or Sky Racing. Darren Carroll's uh, jumped on the line. has got some selections for me at Ballarat. Darren, good morning. Morning, Josh. Um, yeah, been on most times, and most days I can come in reasonably confident, but, gee, I've got a tough, tough task tonight at Ballarat. It's one of those cards, it's just a real tricky one. So, um, so save some bullets um, and tread warily, I'd say. So from a staking plan point of view, probably cut your stake down a little bit. But the two races I've identified are race two, number nine, one crowded hour. Um, look, this horse is, uh, hasn't raced for seven weeks. Uh, figure form is pretty plain, but just based on that, its ratings points have been going down at the same time. So... I think it's found a, a very winnable race. I think it's probably the best horse in the race. It's best when it's driven with a sit and the long Ballarat straight gets its chance. So, um, no flash price at the moment at 270, so don't jump into that. I think it'll probably get out a little bit. So race two, number nine, one crowded hour. And the other one that I like is uh, in race four, the Trotters race. Uh, stand start trot race, uh, I like the five, Valerie Lane. Um, it gets in really well on the handicaps. It's got a good record from the stand. Um, I expect it to be in the first few horses. Um, the class really suits um, because if you look at its previous runs, it's been um, in a lot of those really handy three-year-old races against quality horses uh, at the back end of last year. So I just expect it to give a real big showing. It's about 270 at the moment as well. So about that same prices. Race two, number nine, into race four, number five, and that'll get us off to a good start. And if we chat tomorrow, I'll do some more work on the Cobran Cup and see how we can um, get a winner there for you, Josh. I like it. I like it. I was just having a look at the uh, at the field. It looks a, a pretty competitive uh, little group of forces. It's a nice big field of 13, which is fantastic. We don't want to see these country cups with only six or seven runners. So um, Earl of Pembroke's, Pembroke's one that's got a nice uh, recent winning streak happening. So, yeah, it'll be a fascinating uh, little contest. I'm just looking invitation only. Have we seen invitation only race uh, out here in Australia yet? I know it's um, a former uh, Dalgetty runner. Have you seen it race in Australia yet? No, it's trial though, so I'll need to go back and have a look at my trial notes. Um, so make sure when we chat tomorrow, we'll, we'll talk and digest very heavily into the Cobham Cup. But uh, Earl of Pembroke, you're right, it's got uh, great uh, picket fence form and it's been super form. But I'll have another close look at Invitation only and see what I can find me. I like it. I like it, Darren. Thanks for your time. Good luck with those selections. And congrats with uh, your best bet getting up last night, which was Pet something. I forgot the name, but it was uh, uh, it was a Pet nice kitty. win. And now uh, we got the cash. Yeah, and the other one was probably a little bit stiff. It didn't find the front. Nearly found the front. Yeah, it ran a big race. And put about 7 to $9 or something it was. So, anyhow, one out of two, we probably broke square. So, thanks, Josh. Yep. Beautiful. Well done, uh, Darren. We'll speak again tomorrow. There's uh, Darren Carroll. And as I said, the Jim Phillips Memorial Cobram Pacing Cup is on this Sunday, January 7. Don't miss out. Live and free on Trots Vision and Sky Racing. We will have uh, an in-depth look at that race tomorrow when Darren Carroll joins me. Time to speak to 
Toddy Gray, because no one runs the dogs like South Australia. Todd, good morning. Uh, morning, JJ. Happy New Year to you and all. Yeah, likewise. Likewise. When do you reckon the cutoff is for no more Happy New Year? What if you had to if you had to give a date or a or an under and over? What date uh, in uh, in January? I presume. Do you reckon it's uh, too far gone to be saying Happy New Year? Oh, as soon as you hit week two, that's it. Yeah, I reckon you yeah. can take it as long as the first week. But as soon as you hit week number two, nah, no more of that. Can't be having it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, let's get stuck in. Uh, what have you got for us on the uh, on the Greyhound front? Uh, quite a bit of angle park um, today, tonight for myself. Uh, we'll start with a little tiny toddy two play in race one. Um, look, I like the inside two runners here. Number one, actual coaster, and number two, acid and canto. Uh, my reasoning is the three is going to go straight to the front and go stage right on the first turn and make life a little bit tricky for some of these favourites. So um, I'm happy having just a, just something small to win on numbers one and two in the first. They're both a touch of double figures. So I reckon they're just going to get a lovely run through. So race one, number one, and number two. Then we get a few races off, and we go to race four, number one. This is the first of my best bets, uh, Woodside Johnny. Uh, I've got a lot of time for this dog. I reckon he's going he's gonna to make the grade for me. I reckon we're going to hear a lot of his name over the next 12 months. Uh, look, it all depends how he jumps. If he jumps with them, he wins for mine. If he misses the kick a bit, he still gets every chance to muster up. Uh, the two's going to be average out, and this other favourite in seven needs to get a soft lead to give him a run for his money. There's enough speed in the race to make sure it doesn't get that soft lead. No, I just think Johnny... He's beautifully boxed tonight. He comes out with him. He'll brain him for mine. So race four, number one, Woodside Johnny is my first special. Um, the second best bet of the night uh, is race six, number two, Where's Poppy? But no awards for bravery here. Around about a dollar ninety on the fix. Uh, very simple. Just go straight to the front for mine. If um, she leads, just got to look back to where the eight is, and I reckon it'll be six or eight lengths off her, and I don't think he can catch her. So race six, number two, Where's Poppy? Uh, and then we go to race number... Oh, bear with me, my computer just froze up. Then race seven, number three, Psychotic Babe. Now, this one I don't mind playing on a bit of a place-heavy basis. It's around about $3.80 to win and about $1.60 to place. There is three divs here. Absolute lock to make the podium. I think she'll be one of the pacemakers. She's a very honest bread-and-butter type, and she deserves to win a race for her consistency. You can see she's been running a lot of placing. So a place-heavy go there, race seven, number three, Psychotic Babe. And the very last one, into penultimate, race 11, number four, Blossom Michelle. Um, surprised that she's not odds-on, to be honest. Um, she's around 230, 240. Been running very nice races, getting better every start. Um, she knows the track better than the favourite in seven for mine. And if she leads, I think she can keep the favourite very honest. So race 11, number four, Blossom Michelle to finish off the night, JJ. Beautiful, Todd. We love that. And we'll hear uh, your dulcet tones on the SEN track across the next few days and weeks we appreciate all of your selections have a good day yeah you as well cheers everyone there's todd gray from greyhound racing sa for expert greyhound racing tips just follow at the dogs sa on x slash twitter or greyhound racing sa on facebook make you make sure you go and give them a follow so that's uh, pretty much it for our bag of tips and our bag of tips are always all thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals supplying equipment to the construction, mining, and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com.au. Don't forget um, this weekend, this Saturday at the Geelong Race Course, the Coastal Classic, the big Coastal Classic. Myself, Cam Luke, and David Taggart will be on course for SEN Track. We'll be there from 12 until 6, going through and trying to find you some winners. At Geelong on course, of course.
and also up there on the Gold Coast with that big Magic Millions Week 1 card. We'll also find some winners, hopefully, at Ramwick and around the country. So if you're around, if you head down, make sure you come and say day. It's free for your kids. So if you want to bring the kids down, there's pony rides, there's face painting, there's all sorts of activities. So make sure you do uh, bring them down. It's free for the kids to get in, 20 bucks for adults, and it'll be a great day. The weather's supposed to be fantastic, around 28, 29 degrees, which is about as good as it gets in this part of the world. Let's get to our last break here on Giddy Up, and we'll wrap this bad boy up in a big, nice bow before we head off into a Thursday of SEN Track. We've got Trot's Life with Toby McKinnon not far away, but also SEN Track this afternoon as Tags and Cameron Luke try and light it up. Break and plenty more next.